welcome to the Water Cooler episode two on the bubble. My name is Marla Silverbrand, and today I'm joined by by Jerry Via. I hope you all enjoyed the the first episode of the Water Cooler podcast. This is it's a little bit of an experiment podcast that Jerry and I are doing. We we're we want to talk about video games, movies, TV, but right now we're talking a lot about sports because we talk a lot about sports and daily lives. So. Uh, we decided, like, during COVID, we're just going to, like, record a podcast for you guys to listen to. And I've been trying to get this podcast, like, off the ground for, like, the longest time. So I feel like I feel like during these COVID times, it's, like, the perfect opportunity to to start this. So, yeah, Jerry, uh, give us a little background on, on yourself. Well, I'm, I'm 24. Like Marley said, we've been starting, we've been trying to start this podcast, but our, like, our schedules never mixed we would always try to build it up but we can never agree on a date and whatnot but i'm i'm glad we're, we're doing this um as i said in the pod before i'm a huge celtics fan boston everything basically i have a kid i have a my wife uh she's a kings fan so that's something marley has in common with her <laughs> and uh yeah that's basically it Hopefully this pod does good. Yeah, appreciate for sure. the the viewers and listeners. Yeah, and we yeah appreciate the viewers and listeners. And if we're doing anything wrong, please let us know, like in comments or on Twitter. We're a complete open book, so there, I'm sure there's plenty of things that we can improve on. Yeah. Uh, so so don't hesitate to give us feedback. Don't say that we suck, but we'll say that we <laughs> suck, but give us positive give feedback. us feedback yeah we, we're trying to get better yeah yeah trust the process trust the process <laughs> uh but yeah uh, on today's episode we are actually uh we're actually ranking the top 10 players in the nba under 25 which going through this list i don't know about you jerry i i had a hard time like yeah bringing them down to 10 because so a, lot of these, a lot of these players are coming from the 2018 NBA draft. Yeah. And that draft class was stacked. <laughs> it, was, it was tough. Like how we were uh, we were going to do before uh, top 25 players under 25. But from, even from, from 25 to like number one, it was super hard to actually pick all the people. And it was even tougher to bring it down to 10. Yeah. And that's why I just made – a decision just to not rank these players like who's better than the other i just decided to just list them because if i rank them like uh, rank them like that we would be here all day so <laughs> but yeah uh we'll, we'll keep this we'll, we'll try and keep this to an hour and uh let's go ahead and get our, our list started unless you have anything unless you have uh, anything to mention <laughs> uh, the same thing with my list is uh, i have it one through ten but it's just who I think is the – who has the best potential, I guess, and who's the best uh, under 25. So – and then you said you had some honorable honorable mentions, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll just list them off just real quickly. Uh, the honorable mentions that I have are uh, John Morant. I, I feel like John Morant is a decent point guard, and he's shown a lot this year. But I would I, I would like to see more from him. Like, I know he – I know he'll, he's like – I would – I would say he's a multi-time all-star and uh, not quite sure if he's MVP, but I just have to see more from him, especially with a shortened season. Uh, Trey Young, 
I, I think Trey Young is like a really, really great talent. He's a great shooter, but his turnover rate is just way too high. Like he averages like almost five turnovers a game. And yeah. uh, just, I, I would like to see Trey Young on a better team too. Uh, like I think Atlanta will work for him in, in the long run, but if he was like on a like high powered, like offense, like type of team, I think he would probably get a little bit more attention from me and probably from around the league. Like he's getting attention because he can shoot like Steph, but that's the only reason why. Uh, but yeah. Um, then I also have Marvin Bagley. Marvin, I like, I want to put Marvin Bagley on the top 10, but he's just been injured a lot. I wouldn't really call him. I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really call him a bust. I would just, I like, same thing with John Morant. I just I need to see him play. And then lastly, I got Lonnie Walker for the shooting guard for the Spurs. Uh, I I feel like his ceiling is super high. I would like to I would really like to see like uh, him thrive in the Spurs system. He just needs to get playing time. But uh, Jerry, you said you didn't have any honorable mentions, right? Yeah, I don't. And <laughs> those two that you mentioned. Those are there's two of those players on your list that are actually in my list. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Is is it is it well we won't give that away. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you who do you have for number ten? So for number ten I have Zion. I know he's only played nineteen games, but you have to look at his stats. He's averaging almost twenty four points per game. I think all the games that he played, he had at least twenty plus besides one. So that has to give you a sign of something, that he's doing something good. Yeah, I actually have Zion at number 10, too. Uh, so we actually agree at, at, that, uh, at that point. I, I'm kind of uh, – I'm on the same, like, wavelength as you, where uh, I feel like Zion has been dominant, as, like, for the games he has played. Yeah. But he hasn't played that many games. And also yeah. – I feel like for him to be completely dominant, he needs to like he needs to lose weight, and I don't see that happening in New Orleans. Like he needs to be, uh, I hate to say this, but he ha- he needs to be on a team like LA, where he can have like all the trainers and uh-huh. and like the strict like workout routine, because like Zion in New Orleans with all that food, it just doesn't it just doesn't add up. <laughs> I I think he'll be fine. Um, he's been hitting the the weights during the like what's going on right now and like i was saying he i think he he has the potential to be like a superstar he's only played 19 games and he's done basically a lot in those 19 games imagine if he played a whole season i i think he'll he would be rookie of the year and then maybe a maybe an all-star yeah i i i'm definitely not counting him out because he yeah. i'm definitely not yeah. counting him out for being a superstar or an all-star. Mm-hmm. I just, I really think the thing that's holding him back is his weight. Cause imagine if he like dropped like 20 pounds and he was that explosive. Like it's, it's just, I can't even imagine he's going to be like LeBron James, but yeah, basically. He, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I think he just yeah. needs, needs to improve in shooting and then I think he'll be fine. Yeah. He, I, I, I'm sure he'll be fine, especially in, um, uh, under a coach like um, uh, who's the, who coaches uh, Alvin Gentry, I think. Yeah, Alvin Gentry is a good coach, and a, yeah. I'm pretty sure he will motivate him. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, since we agree on number 10, uh, let's just move on to number nine. Okay, for, for this one, you, it's not going to be the same one because you named them um, before. It's John Morant. He's my number nine. He's he's having he's having a good year for for a rookie. He's um, nobody thought the the Grizzlies would make it basically to playoffs, and he's basically helping them. He's 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 like a he's like I said he's gonna be a star too. It's only his first year. I know he's gonna improve in everything. Um, he's basically played what fifty nine games, and he started all of them. He's Averaging almost 30 minutes a game, almost 18 points, almost four rebounds and then seven assists, and I'm pretty sure that leaves in all uh, all the rookies. So you you can't ask for more. Yeah, you you definitely this definitely speeds up the process for like yeah. Memphis rebuilding. Uh, mm-hmm. No one really expected Memphis to like be competing at all. I just think John Morant, like all of his numbers seem good. Like I just need to see more from him. He he needs to like it's super, it's really easy for rookies. I, I wouldn't say easy for for rookies to have a successful season, but for an explosive guard like John Morant, like a lot of players don't they haven't necessarily like played with him yet. So I want to see him like put up these numbers in his second year and adjusting to like all the defensive schemes, if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, I think he will. Cause, plus, it's it's harder to play in the in the in the Western Conference. Yeah, in the stacked Western Conference. So. Yeah, so I I think like I said, he's having a he's having a good season, and then I I think the points everything's gonna go up next year. Yeah, uh, I just I honestly think that the Memphis Grizzlies won't necessarily make it. Uh, like they started falling off before uh COVID happened yeah uh and new orleans and sacramento and portland started catching up there they showed signs of a young team uh like they had like the strength at the beginning and then the second half they kind of fell off so i i i think they can definitely uh compete for maybe a sixth or seventh seed next year but but we'll see uh, but yeah, um, that was your John Morant was your number nine. Uh, my number nine is is actually he's been in the league a few years, but uh, was Demontis Sabonis. I, I've really liked Demontis Sabonis ever since he. I believe he started out with uh, OKC Thunder, and now he's put. Yeah. Now he was. Now he's with the Pacers. Demontis Sabonis is is just what you. He's the perfect big to play in today's NBA. Like he can shoot the three, he can rebound, he can pass. I just, I just, I just love every aspect of his game. And uh, under under uh, Nate McMillan, I think he's 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 thriving perfectly uh, underneath underneath Nate, Nate McMillan. Uh, but yeah, uh, Demontis Sabonis. He was gonna be. He was. If I had any uh, honorable mentions, he would have been one of them. Like he, like he, he basically said it all. He's and it was his first All Star appearance this year, so he's having a, he's having a good year. Yeah, I just I, I don't know. I just like him as a player, and I think OKC really screwed up by setting him away because matching putting him next to Stephen uh, Stephen Adams like that, that's a really deadly combo. Uh, 
But yeah, uh, that was my number nine. So what was your number eight? <laughs> uh, my number eight is uh, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, that we actually agree uh, ag- agree there too. Oh, that's your number eight again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so he's for for this year he's averaging twenty four point two points, uh, almost four and a half rebounds, a steal a game, four point two assists. He's having a good year. Yeah, uh, Donovan Mitchell. It's one of those. He's one of those players where he like he gets a a lot of like attention throughout the league. But mm-hmm. I feel like he would get more like if he was like on uh, like a bigger team. Like if, oh, like a like a bigger uh, like if he was with the Celtics. Or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Imagine if he was with the Celtics. Like, uh, I I can just see him succeeding a little bit more. Not so, not, uh, or um, getting the attention that he that he deserves. Just playing yeah. in Utah, you don't really get uh, a lot. Yeah, you don't really get a lot. But I've I, I've always loved Donovan Mitchell. Like even when he was played for Louisville, I always thought he was like the explosive player. That uh, is such an explosive player, and I knew he was going to succeed at the NBA level. But yeah, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> um. All right, for your number seven. Oh, and my number seven, you're probably going to hate me for this, but uh, it's Jason Tatum. I think <laughs> Jason Tatum, like, uh, he's he's everything that the Celtics needed when they drafted him, and he's everything that they wanted him to be at this point. Uh, I think I became, I, I, would, I would say I became a Jason Tatum fan, like, during, during the Eastern Conference Finals when he just absolutely exploded. <laughs> Yeah, his uh, rookie year. Yeah, his rookie year. Uh, like ever since he came into the league, when he, uh, I feel like he was NBA ready. So Jason Tatum is just—I uh, don't know—I've I've always liked him as a player, as, despite him being on the Celtics. So. <laughs> oh yeah. man, that one—that one hurt. His <laughs> number seven. Like, uh, <laughs> for me, number seven, I got Brandon Ingram. He's—he's—he's. Uh, he's, he's, He's driving in um, in New Orleans. He needed to leave LA, so he, he he's basically breaking out of the shell. He's having. He, I, I'm pretty sure this is a career year for him. Some might put him in um, most improved with Pascal. People are actually saying Pascal's a most improved this year. I thought he got a yeah. last year. Yeah, but he's even better than last year. This year. Yeah. Um, I think Brandon Ingram, like his numbers, definitely improved. It kind of shows you whether Luke Walton actually was holding him back. I actually think he was getting held back by Luke Walton because, as you can see from most of the Kings players this year, it feels like they're getting held back. Uh, but I don't know. But Brandon Ingram's a good pick. I still think, like he can shoot. I don't think he's that great of a defender, to be honest. But that's just my opinion. I think yeah, he needs to get better de- uh, on the defensive end because he's yeah. he's too he's too scrawny. Uh, yeah, I, I give you that. I, I think if he does work on his defense, he I think he can be like one of the one of the better players, uh, two way players, two way forwards in the league. Yeah, yeah uh, but he did have that injury. The um, it was something to do with his heart. Oh yeah, yeah. no. Uh, wasn't uh, it, it was, in his veins? In his... It, it was like a, it was a blood clot. Yeah, in his veins. In his yeah, arm, so I, I feel like that's something that's you're always going to be thinking about 
Well, that was last year. Yeah, but blood clots could come back at any time. Yeah. So it's it's gonna it's gonna want to be one of those things that's always gonna be in the back of his head, where like is he gonna like continue to push himself and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But that's a good pick at uh, number seven. Yep. Uh, my number six uh, is Darren Fox. Uh, I th- I think Darren Fox. I, I it's not me being biased. I would be saying this if he was if he was on the Lakers. I think Darren Fox is the fastest player in, in the NBA right now. He was the fastest player in the draft for sure, but mm-hmm. he is the fastest player in the NBA, especially with John Wall not hitting John yeah. Wall. <laughs> that's all. That's only. Like, if, if John Wall's healthy, I think I'll give it to John Wall. And if Russell Westbrook actually, like, pushed the ball, I feel like Russell Westbrook would be up there, too. But yeah, he's pretty quick, too. Yeah, he doesn't M3, he doesn't yeah. push the ball. But De'Aaron Fox, like, his defense is there, especially mm-hmm. this year. Uh, his shot has improved. I believe he's, like, at 30% from three this year. It okay, still needs – I feel like it yeah. still needs to go up. But uh, I'm not being biased, being a Kings fan. <laughs> but De'Aaron Fox is just – I feel like he has the opportunity to be a superstar and a multi-time all-star. I, I, see, I see the potential. I don't, I don't think superstar. I think star. I, I, don't know. I, I think I, he, he, he has the potential to be, to be super good, better than he is now. Because we were talking about it before. He, he's having a career year as well. He's averaging more points, and he's uh, he's he's doing better in everything. I think the only thing every that's – Every year, he's, yeah, he's the, gotten better. <laughs> yeah, he's improved every year. Yeah. Like you, you were talking about Luke's holding him back. I think for him, it's better for him to, to actually move the ball faster because that's what he's used to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think – because you guys aren't doing that at all this year. Yeah, uh, that's the frustrating thing about this entire year being a Kings fan is that last year under Dave Yeager, they were pushing the ball up and down the court. Yeah, like, like Dave Yeager was on possession after possession. I'm not sure if you saw Dave Yeager on the sideline last year. He was like up and down the court, like jumping up and down, like push the ball, push the ball. Like, and this year it's just Luke Walton just like uh, just yelling at a play, it slowing it down. And I understand speed doesn't win an NBA playoff series. Mm-hmm. Like you got to learn to slow the ball down, but like you have a, you have a 2019 Corvette in Darren Fox. Like why not use it? Yeah. Uh, it, it, so, easy buckets too. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. That's a conversation for another day. I still think Darren Fox is worthy of number six. A lot of people might say he's higher, but there's other there's other people on this list that I feel like are are better in the long run. So, and I I think my next pick will you'll be a little bit surprised based on some conversations we we had before. So <laughs> I'm I'm already surprised with the De'Aaron pick. Yeah. Um, uh, for number six for me I have uh, Devin Booker. Oh. So for <laughs> he he's he, everybody knows him as a scorer. He's he's. Basically, the go-to guy in um, Dev or uh, in Devin in uh, Phoenix, mm-hmm. he has some help this year with um, Ricky Rubio and then Aiton. He's he's turned out to be a, a star too. He's going to be a star in the making too. Maybe like like Marvin, just need to give him more time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just he he's one of the best to me. He's 
he's always a bucket. Uh, the only thing that he needs to improve is defense. And he he knows it. He's been kind of doing it this year. But he knows that he needs to step up more. Yeah. Um, I think well, this is actually my number five. So we'll just get that out of the way. Okay. Uh, Devin Booker's my number five. Uh, I feel like with Devin Booker, like he, you're right that he actually got help this year. I don't think mm-hmm. it's the the right help. I, I feel like Kelly Oubre is good at at the three. Like that's good help. Ricky yeah. Rubio, in my opinion, I feel like he. I've never really liked him as a point guard. I thought his decision making wasn't necessarily there, and that's probably the reason why he got kicked out of Utah. He needs Devin Booker needs like a point guard like. I want to say like Dennis Smith Jr. I wouldn't be surprised to see if Phoenix goes after someone like that, especially since Dennis Smith Jr. in New York is just kind of a little bit getting run out of town, which mm-hmm. is well, great. he's not even he's not there, is he? I thought he was in um, Dallas. Wait, he got traded. Yeah, he's in no, Dallas. No, he's uh he's with New York. Remember Dennis? The, yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. is with uh, uh, the Knicks. Remember when they traded um. Porzingis. Oh yeah. Porzingis so, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. But I don't know. I just don't think Ricky Rubio is the guy. I do agree with you that Devin Booker needs to get better on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also feel like Devin Booker, like he's really good, but he 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 kind of has Kemba Walker syndrome in a way because he's put he's played for Phoenix for. Uh, pretty much his entire career. He hasn't really Mm -hmm. done anything. And no one really sees him do – like, they see him score, like, 80 points, like like when he scored uh, 80 on uh, the Celtics, which made me happy. Uh, But you you haven't really seen him do anything else. So I feel like if he goes to a team where they can utilize him correctly – like he was, he's gonna definitely explode. Well, any any team could use him, but I don't, I don't think he's gonna leave. I think he wants to stay there and build. He wants people. He wants the the GM to build around him because they already drafted Aiden. He's good. They, like you said, Kelly, he's good. And it, Rubio, he's like probably the best point guard he's played with, right? Yeah, which is kind of a disappointment in a way. But he's <laughs> he's I, I don't know this this year he's he's doing better. He does need help. He, one man can only do so much. Yeah, exactly. He, he gets he gets his. He help, he tries to help the team as much as he can. It's just the GM and the, the basically the owner or whoever's around them. They're not giving them enough help. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's but that's why I say it's Kemba Walker syndrome. So if he yeah, basically he just yeah, signed an extension, right? He just signed an extension. Devin Booker. Think so. Think he's there for like the next three years, so we have to. I just don't want him to see him rot in Phoenix, which I feel like might happen. I, I hope not. I I hope they do give him help. He deserves yeah. it. But yeah, fingers crossed. He he's got a good coach too, and Monty Williams. So yeah, we'll, we'll, he's nice. Yeah, but uh, since Devin Booker's my number five, I'll just uh, skip ahead to mm-hmm. my number four. Oh, uh, I haven't said my number five yet. Oh yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Uh, my number five is Trey Young. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> go go ahead and so for, so make for your me, argument. He's, 
he he he's man you can't you can't ask for more besides on his defense which i think he's kind of working on i'm I'm hoping it's just he's a bucket almost 30 points per game almost five rebounds a game 10 assists a game he's shooting 36 percent from the field or from three um he chucks up a lot of threes but he makes most of them 86 percent on free throw He's helping the team. That team's going to be good, I I think, hopefully in a couple of years. Cam Reddish. Yeah, got, Cam Reddish. You got DeAndre have, Hunter. Mm-hmm. They had Clint. He's he's pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, their, their maybe just hit his prime. Because he's like 26 or 27? He, he, I think 26. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, he, I, would, I would have him higher if he had good defense. Mm-hmm. But his his defense is suspect, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, the reason why he's honorable mention. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that. Is just that it's really his defense. It's and his turnovers. Like I said, mm-hmm. he needs to be able to run a team, and like they're building, pe- uh, they're putting decent players around him. He needs to be able to trust his teammates and like and and push his teammates and just get his teammates open. So you can't have five turnovers on the team with Cam Reddish on it, especially with someone that can get buckets like him. Or yeah. uh, uh, Kevin Herter. Kevin yeah, Herter can nice get too. buckets all day. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I want him to have success, and I want Atlanta to have success too because mm-hmm. they haven't really had a dominant team in maybe the last 10 years or something like that. Well, since – since since had, uh, uh, Josh Smith, Jeff Teague, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, Trey Young is nice. I just I need to see defense and cut down the cut down the turnovers. So, but yeah, uh, so he's your number four. Oh uh, no, he's my number five. Oh, okay, so you can say your number four. Yeah, so my number four uh, is actually SGA, Shea Gilders Alexander. Uh, I feel like the Clippers, when they traded for Kawhi, or no, was it uh, Paul George? They traded for Paul George. They, when they traded away SGA, I've, they yeah. traded away like their future right there, like in order to get one ring with Paul George. I feel like that was the biggest mistake that the Clippers could ever do. I think SGA, he's improved every single year. He's a great passer. He can push. He can. He can run the floor. He can shoot. Just, he's he's so creative, like in the lane. I freaking love Shea Gildress Alexander, and I also love his brother uh, too, Nikhil. Oh, uh, oh no, it's his cousin, isn't it? Yeah, it's his cousin yeah, or Nik- brother. Nik- Nikhil Alexander Walker in um, New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, it's his cousin. Yeah, he's but he's nice too. He's nice, but he's he's just, I don't think he's played that much with New Orleans. So. Nah, he he can't because he's behind Josh Hart and Lonzo. Yeah, and JJ. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll get us uh, time, though. He's good, too. Yeah, but Shay, he's just improved every single year. I, I love this guy to death. I wish he was in, I wish he was wearing purple, but. <laughs> you guys hardly wear purple. Well, yeah, we wear red and white and black. <laughs> but, but yeah, Shay, Shay is super nice. Um, For him, he would have been in my honorable mentions. I, I think he's what? good. I, I don't I don't think he's he's better than any of the other players on 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 my list. 
Um, That's debatable. <laughs> so it, so you think he's better than, than Zion, Jaw, Donovan Mitchell, Brandon Ingram, Devin Booker, and Trey Young? I think he's definitely better than Trey Young just because he, he can play defense. Oh, yeah. and, and he and he handles the ball better. I don't know. It, and also, it's debatable. And also he's got the best mentor in the world, Chris Paul. Really yeah, right, you can't right can ask better for that. Yeah, but uh, I think the the reason they traded him, uh, it was it was his first year. He had a he had a good he had like a, a decent year when he was with the Clippers because he's only been in the league for two years. Yeah, the Clippers and then OKC this year. So maybe they didn't know what they what they had. Yeah, I I, I can kind of see why they they traded him, but I just. I don't agree with trading away young talent, like young talent with high ceilings yeah. for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Paul George has metal chips in his, in his freaking in his freaking arm. Kawhi, you don't know what he's going to do pretty much every single day. Not saying mm-hmm. that Kawhi isn't a good player, but, but I don't know. It's just, I would rather go with young talent and be dominant like in, in two years, then just be dominant now, and then when they're gone, then you're rebuilding again. So that's just my opinion. Yeah. Plus, I love I, Shea, I, so yeah. he's he's nice. He's yeah. he's gonna be what? He's a two guard, isn't he? Yeah, he's a two, but I would like to just I would like to see him play more of the one, especially if Chris Paul like retires. Like maybe he takes over the reins, like when Chris Paul uh, finally. Uh, retires or uh, moves to a bench player. So, but yeah, uh, that was my number four, Shay. Uh, what right, was your... For my number four, I got Ben Simmons. Oh my God. <laughs> you, can't, you can't argue that he's not one of the best players. He can't the shoot. He can't it doesn't shoot. matter. You, so if, you, if he was on your team, you wouldn't want him? No, I'm good. Why? He's basically a walking triple-double. Uh, I... He's averaging almost 17, eight rebounds, almost nine assists. He doesn't shoot, but if you give it to him in the post, he's going to body everybody. Yeah, true. He's, he's like – There's plenty of other players in the league that can body, and I feel like they can he, they can body players better. But So you're – there's not I a lot of never point guards. Liked, yeah. <laughs> there's not a lot of point guards that are 6'10". Yeah. I, I have someone else on my list that has the ability to play point guard and can uh-huh. body anyone, but uh, I'll get to him later. Because there, there's not a lot of players that are better than Ben Simmons. Well, the next few, I feel like, are. so For, for me, too, for me. <laughs> yeah, but right, I don't so know. Getting to, to top I, three. It's just, like, it's just our ben opinions. Is, not saying Ben Simmons is bad. It's just – It's only his his – his shooting that's it because he's good on defense yeah he's i'm not like it's a good pick i'm not arguing about your pick it's just i've never liked ben simmons and also i just i don't like philly too that's... <laughs> how do you think i feel i'm, I'm a celtics fan it's tough <laughs> saying this but he's yeah. i can't argue with talent i yeah okay that's, that's uh, true <laughs> for go ahead for number three okay so my number three uh is uh luka Doncic. Um, Ooh. <laughs> who, uh, uh, well, I can't really. I'll just say Luka Doncic and just move on. What's your number three? <laughs> Luka is just having an insane year. 
It, like, since he entered the league, he's just been dominant. He's a generational talent. We passed him up. Uh, Sacramento did. We drafted Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley will forever have, like, that shadow, the Luca shadow over him, saying, oh, you're never Luke. You're not Luca." Uh, Luca is just every time I see him play, he's just so fun to watch. He can shoot, he can defend, he's a creative passer. He's gonna be a multi-time all-star, superstar, Hall of Famer. What else can I say about Luca? Sure, man. I I, <laughs> I agree with everything. You you. Yeah. As much he's as like I one hate, of the best, yeah. As much as I hate to say that as a Kings fan, I still think. That Marvin Bagley is not a bad pick. Yeah, because like, we'll, he's a better yeah. fit for Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the twenty, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, everyone, uh, like everyone in the twenty eighteen draft, like all the teams, I feel like everyone will be happy with their pick. Like that draft was just stacked. So, so yeah, uh, for all the Kings fans that are upset about Luca not in Sacramento. You stay patient. We still got a pretty good player, just not a generational talent. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was my number three. Uh, for be, me, oh, go ahead. It might be a little low for some people, but I feel like there's the, the next two are. Uh, you, you you might be pretty surprised. <laughs> so the, so the next two you're saying are, they're better than than Luca. Uh, I would like to have them on the same team. Okay. I'll just I don't, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what your number <laughs> two and one are. Okay, for okay. me, number th- three is Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, he's, that's, that's, not, that's not bad. That's, that's a double-double right there. That's, um, that's... He's 27 points a game, 11 rebounds a game. He's he's shooting surprisingly good from, from three, 41%. Yeah. But uh, almost 80 from free throw. He's good. He's he, I think he's decent on defense. I think that's that's the Achilles for him. Yeah, it's let's see how well he plays with D'Angelo Russell. It has, he with needs to work on his, his defense. Yeah. yeah, just give him time. I think next year they'll they'll be even better. But he's only played thirty five games this year. Yeah, he, that's that, that's, that's the bad thing. thing. But look, his numbers—he's averaging that and only playing thirty five games. You you mm-hmm. can't ask for more. Yeah, uh, I think he just needs more help around him. Uh, I like the pickup for uh, Malik Beasley. Yeah, Malik. That was a good pickup for the, for them. I have a lot of Denver fans, and they were mm-hmm. really upset that they let, let Malik Beasley go. And they should, yeah, they should just they should have either benched Gary and then start Malik or traded Gary. Malik is a solid talent. Like if we were doing top fifteen, he would probably be. Uh, Ooh, top probably fifteen. Be there. For, well, if we're still doing top twenty-five, he'll probably be in there somewhere. But who who would your your top? So you already said three for your honorable mentions. Who are your other two? What what do you mean? What do you mean? Like if we did top fifteen, because you you said Trey Jaw and then um. Oh, I Marvin. don't have those. On, I don't have those on my list. So <laughs> for, for me, I would have put Sabonis. I think I would have put Bam in there. Uh, oh, De'Aaron. oh, oh, um. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't, I don't have another two on him. What do you mean? I'm, He's having a good I'm, year. Yo, but in your honorable mentions? Yeah. If we if you were doing top fifteen. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. 
Fair Plus, we're doing it based off off this year. Yeah. Uh, but this your number three was um, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. my number three. So my number two, since you mentioned him just now, uh, my number two is Bam Adebayo. <laughs> I feel like Bam Adebayo, he is the five of the of of this generation. Like especially like in summer league when I saw. Because uh, the Heat came to uh, the Summer League Classic, the California Classic, and I got to see yeah. the Heat play the Kings. Like, mm-hmm. Eric Spolstra had Bam Adebayo playing point guard. And Ooh. ever since he had him playing point guard, he's been dominant. His assists went up. Like, his, his rebounds have always stayed the same. He, he can score. He's a 20-10 and 10 guy. Like, Bam Adebayo, like... I, this guy's going to explode in the next year, especially since he has the ability to play point guard and bring the ball up and be a decision maker. I I freaking love Bam Adebayo, and like he's he's in a great system in in Miami Heat with Eric Spolstra. But yeah, he's my number two. Yeah, that's that's a little too high for me. Uh, I think he's like I like I like big men, and mm-hmm. uh, I feel like he's. Uh, like he's what this generation of big men, like big men that can that can uh, run the point mm-hmm. and shoot the three and rebound the ball. It's yeah, I I feel like I feel like he deserves to be that high. So he doesn't shoot threes good though. He he's he sh- he shoots them better every single year. He, I no. think I think this year he's like a thirty five percent. No, he's seven point seven percent at three. Wait, wait, okay, twenty percent l- last year, and he did, he hard, he takes zero point two a game. I don't. Know. I can. His, his field goal percentage needs to go up. It's fifty six. It's it's not bad. That's good because most of his shots are either at the rim or like mid range. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, you're right about that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, but. You can't argue that Bam is one of the greater uh, fives that we have in the league right now, yeah. but not better than not better than my number one. He he's good. I, I like him. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't. I I yeah. feel like um, he 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 is going to be one of the best centers. But the same thing, what I think he's he's going to be like one of the the best ones is DeAndre Ayton. He's going to be good too. Yeah. That's especially this year. He's he's good. Of those uh, games that he didn't uh, get suspended, I think they would have had a better season because the Suns started off good. Yeah, they 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 started off good, and then people started like catching kept uh, catching up on their uh, offensive schemes and defensive yeah. schemes. So, uh, uh, right, but so. yeah, Bam, I think Bam is just I've. I've always liked his game, and mm-hmm. when I seen him play point guard, like a six nine point guard, like and have him get his assist numbers up, like he's just going to be dominant. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. For my number two, it's no surprise. Is JT Jason Tatum? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> so you're in your eyes, you think Bam is better than than Tatum? No, I I'm not comparing them. Is there two but, different lists? I know, but so your your what is your list based off? Your your opinion that you think those players are better, 
Like the well, best players under 25 right now. Yeah, this, these are just my 10 best players under 25. They're not they're not better than the uh, than one another. They just are just who I think are the top 10 best players under 25. Yeah. But for, for me, Jason they're not Tatum, ranked to um almost 24 points a game, 7 rebounds. His assist needs to get better, but he's averaging 3. His plus minus is 7.5. Uh shooting so bad. <laughs> uh he's that's like the his the plus minus is the best one on the on my list so far. It's yeah. Uh almost forty percent from three. Free throws eighty percent. Um he's getting better on defense. He's stepping it up. He's so I think he's one like probably one of the best two way players. He's super good on offense and he's getting better on defense. Mm-hmm. You can't ask for more. He's turning to a stud. Especially yeah. especially since um the end of the the regular season or the pause of the regular season, he's still been the Eastern Conference Player of the Month, so I'll take that. Right. Um, he's he's one of those players that definitely benefited from Kemba. Kemba's like dist- distribution and the spacing that that Kemba was able to create, mm-hmm. and just I, I don't know, just the ball movement and stuff like that. Not saying Tatum is a bad player. I would love him to be. On the Kings, obviously, but but yeah, Jason Tatum's a good number two. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear your number one. Okay, uh, so drum roll, please. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, my number one, like uh, top ten player under twenty five, is Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic is the is next to Bam Adebayo. He's he's going to be. If we were doing top five best centers, he would mm-hmm. he would be number one in like all those categories. He can pass the ball, he can shoot the three. Maybe he, I'm like his defense is there. I wouldn't say he's better than like Anthony Davis or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he just he reminds me a lot of, of like he he reminds me so much of Vladi Divac, but so much and but better in every way. Uh, Nikola Jokic is my number one. Okay. For me, I got Luca. You you Let's can't see. say anything, you can't say anything. Yeah, you can't. I can't. <laughs> that's that's I, my number one. He's I, he's having yeah. a career year too, right? Yeah. Man, mostly all, all these people are having career years. That's yeah. You can't ask for more as a basketball fan. Yeah. Uh, he's uh almost twenty nine points a game, nine point three rebounds, almost eight ass- or almost nine assists. He's shooting uh, – his plus minus 4.8. Uh, he needs to get better on his three. It's almost 32%. Mm-hmm. Uh, free throw is almost 80. Uh, it's just defense for me. I, but uh, I feel like his defense, like it's it's there. Like he can guard some some players, but I like if you talk to a lot of Mavs fans, like they say that they, he can hold his own against LeBron James. Like he can. Like mm-hmm. I feel like any player – if they really try hard and and put their body weight into LeBron James, they can hold their own. Uh, yeah, except for it's, like, it's probably just but, hard. Yeah, it's just hard. I'm probably not someone like Brandon Ingram, but but no, or, he's uh, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I, I I feel like like uh, every every player can improve on defense. Is that, yeah, is what I'm trying to say. But uh, but yeah, 
what do you think about my number one, Nikola Jokic? <laughs> I didn't know we were doing like 25 and under. I thought we were doing under 25. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he would have probably been on my list. Yeah. Well, he's like, he's at 25. So, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, Nikola Jokic is just. He's... I, I think when he, it's it's a debate for 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 me for him and uh, Joel Embiid when they're both healthy, it's hard to pick between them, dude. I feel like Jokic, he's on the floor a little bit more than Joel Embiid. So, and I, I like I said on the last podcast, I feel like Denver's that dark horse that can, especially with the way the restart is, like and the corn how the, all the players are quarantined from their families. Uh, I, I remember it was, I, I watched the video of Kevin O'Connor this morning. He said, uh, Kevin O'Connor, the, the ringer staff writer, uh, he's, he said that there's gonna, there might be a lot of upsets this year because all these players are going to be quarantined from their families. It's going to be hard for them to like cope, like especially during a seven-game series. So yeah. you might see a lot of upsets. He actually picked uh, Dallas to, like, he wouldn't be surprised if Dallas like takes it all this year. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. I think they're good, but I don't, I don't think they're better than the teams above them. Yeah, but uh, as a dark horse, yeah. I think that's a pretty nice dark horse to have. I'm sticking with mine. I, I have mine with Portland. Even, even Chuck agrees. I saw that on TNT. Oh, oh uh, donut, donut, Charles Barkley. Yeah, <laughs> he picked the the Blazers to uh, upset the Lakers. Yeah, I I think they have a chance. They're, think, if they're like all healthy. Yeah, if like they're said, all healthy, less pod. I'm not that too. I'm not sold on Zach Collins. Is that, uh, I, I, I like I like Nurkic, mm-hmm. but uh, like I just watched another video. It's it's from Semi Pro. Um, it's a YouTube channel. Some they did a, a analysis of the, of the Kings, and they say the Kings should be getting the same amount of talk throughout the league, b- because everyone's talking about the Blazers and Nurkic, and everyone's getting all their players back healthy. But so are the Kings. Like Marvin Bagley's coming back, Rashawn Holmes is coming back. Rashawn Holmes is nice. You can't you can't argue with that. Like Rashawn Holmes is like probably one of the better fives we've had in like the last. Well, he—I think he's good. I think he's good for your team, but I don't—I don't think he'll do that one on different teams. He did it for Philly, and Philly didn't give him any minutes. <laughs> uh, well, because they already have a center, they don't need him. Yeah, I—I I don't know. And he did with uh, uh, Phoenix too. Phoenix, for some reason, never resigned him. I don't know. He's—he's Rashawn has always competed uh, during. Uh, well, he's—he's he's having a, a good year this year. Yeah, he was thirteen and then um, almost nine rebounds. Yeah, well, that's what uh, you guys need. Yeah, but um, need to get sidetracked on that. But that was our uh, top ten players, twenty five and under. <laughs> yeah, <25 laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these are good lists. Uh, the NBA is definitely in good hands of uh, um, with this, this young talent. Uh, I. We'll see about this upcoming draft. Like Lamelo Ball, I feel like he's going to push more of that. Like, who are you excited for this upcoming draft? Anthony Edwards. I think he's from Georgia. I think he's he's pretty good. Um, 
I want to see the the center uh, who's supposed to go to the oh, Warriors. Jason Wiseman. Yeah, James Wiseman. I want to see how he does. Yeah, um, but this this draft isn't isn't too stacked. Like it's pretty no. weak. It's like yeah. maybe top eight like players. I, I didn't. I didn't watch uh, college a lot this year, or uh, well, we could last season. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, but well, so I didn't. I didn't. I don't know like all the upcoming stars, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's the the well, league's gonna, gonna be nice. Yeah, Lamelo's gonna be nice. I think better than his brother. Yeah, he's probably gonna be the best one. Yeah. Like, where would you – okay, uh, since we're going to do, like, top 25, where would Lonzo be? Lonzo? Yeah. Around the the bottom? Really? Maybe, yeah, maybe 23, 24. He, he's improved this year. Yeah, that's why he's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you don't think he's – like, do you think he's going to be, like, an all-star? Um, give, it, give it another year. Then I think he has the potential to. Yeah. Uh, his shooting's gotten better. Uh, his percentage, I think, is better. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think – we talked about this earlier in the podcast, but do you, do you really think Luke Walton, like, like held all these players back? Like, if you, if you look at Brendan Ingram, he's improved. Lonzo's improved. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, he kind of stayed the same. I think he, Kyle Kuzma kind of regressed this year. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But, like, do you think Luke Walton holds players back? Um, I think it's just how his offense is. Like, we were talking before the pod, um, how your guys' pace, I think it was uh, either number one or number two last year. Mm-hmm. And then this year, you guys, I think, are in the middle of the pack, maybe towards the end. I think we're, like, I think we're, our pace has gone up since before covid shut down everything, I think we're, like, 15th or 16th in pace. So, like, but we were dead last, like, when the season started because we were so slow because Marvin was out and Darren was out with that injury. Uh, yeah, so your your pace is number 19 for this season. But I, can, I can see that. But, I, I like, when the season first started, we were, like, 28th in the league in pace, which – which which was kind of laughable because we played so fast last year, but yeah, but it's I think I think it's just you ha- he has to let the players do what they do, mm-hmm. like the Aaron what he does best, just basically get up and down the court. He, he gets his buckets, he yeah. gets uh, people open. Like think... He draws all the attention if he goes towards the hoop. You either have um, if, if they're in the same of the starting lineup bogey or buddy and then even harrison barnes in the corners or something harrison barnes in the corner with 80 million a year yeah. 80 million for four years not 80 million. <laughs> uh but i i luke walton i like i think luke walton's a good guy mm-hmm. but i feel like the only reason why he's probably still in the league is that he's a likable guy like organizations like him like coaches like front off the I, I don't know like Dave Yeager what well, he lost his job because a lot of questionable decision makings down the stretch especially with that I'm not sure if you remember that Warriors game with Buddy Heald Buddy Heald like took that shot from from like half court 
and then Dave Yeager ripped him for it. A lot of people said that he lost his job because of that, but I don't know. But yeah, uh, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Uh, I, th- I feel like, uh, unless you have anything to bring up. No, I'm pretty sure that was it. Yeah. Uh, basketball. I just wanna, ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully we get we can get some feedback on our list. See what everybody else's lists are. Yeah. Uh, so follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at I'm at M Silverbrand. Uh, Jerry, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, let me look it up. I don't know. About, uh, Jerry via Jerry Jerry via nine. Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it in the in the description below, so you can follow us on Twitter, uh, and let us know what your t- uh, top ten players under twenty five. Uh, basketball in like less than two weeks. Well, days. we have scrimmage. We have scrimmages in three days. We have it on Wednesday. Oh yeah, that, that's right. Uh, we're gonna get. I, I'm hoping they do most of them on TV, but I, I don't know how it, that's gonna work. But it's gonna be the first basketball that we had since uh, it all shut I'm, down. I'm sure ESPN will try their hardest to get. The I know. I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN is like starved for content right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that wraps up episode two of the Water Cooler Podcast. My name is Marley Silverbrand. I'm Jerry Via. And we'll see you next week. Yeah.